0: Hello, homeschool community. I wanted to get to you a code that is gonna be found in the show notes. It is gonna give you 15% off at guesshollow.com. Wanted to get you that before the show started. Welcome to the Homeschool Advantage podcast. I'm your host, Bex Buzzy, and today we're gonna be talking about homeschooling on a budget or practically for free. And with that, we have founders Jennifer and Charles Guest of Guest Hollow. They are eight-time winners of the Practical Homeschooling Magazine Reader's Award with the most recent win this year, 2022. They are the quintessential mom-and-pop boutique business. Together, this couple has created an experience to be had Jennifer creates unique and engaging homeschool materials, all in digital format for downloading and viewing online. And Charles, well, he's the everything else guy with humor. When you meet them, you will instantly feel like family. They pride themselves in excellence and it is felt in their customer service and customer relations. You're not just another guest, but part of the guest family. Let's get started. Well welcome back to the Homeschool Advantage. I'm Bex Spuzzy, your host, and today's guest is Charles and Jennifer Guest. No pun intended. (laughs) Why don't you guys say hello to the Homeschool community?
1: Hi, I'm Jennifer
2: Guest. How's everybody today? (laughs)
1: So why don't you guys tell us a little bit about yourselves? I am the curriculum creator and illustrator and graphics maker for Guest Hollow. Um, and I, I homeschooled all my kids all the way through school. Um, they graduated quite a while ago. The youngest graduated, what was that, six years ago? Six years ago. And uh, just been homeschooling uh, their entire lives. It almost seems like my entire life
2: well jen does all the hard work she does the curriculum creation and uh, the artwork i'm more of the clean up on aisle seven kind of person i do an awful lot of the customer service work i answer a lot <laughs> of questions i try and help people out where i can and i go crawling to jen every once in a while asking for help to do my job so that's kind of my little piece of the world here
0: you guys sound like a dynamic duo i'm so excited <laughs> that's so cool um, so
1: how long have you guys been doing Guest Hollow real quick? Um, Guest Hollow as a business has been for the last maybe six or seven years. Um, but before that, it was kind of a hobby. Um, when I created things for my kids, I shared them with the homeschool community. Um, just wanted to put things out there for free and, you know, help others. And um, and then it just grew from there. So That's awesome. Yeah. You know, when,
0: when we're willing to like help other people, it just seems to come back a hundredfold. So as you were in the homeschool community, did you find that there were any misconceptions out there from people maybe who weren't part
1: of the homeschool community? There were tons of misconceptions. In fact, um, when I first met Charles many, many years ago, he thought I was a nutball because I was homeschooling. (laughs) <laughs> um, which is overstated, of course, but uh, the proof was in the pudding. So I won him over. But I think a lot of people have tons of misconceptions. They think the kids aren't being educated. They think you've got to be a pro in order to do it, that, you know, you need a teaching degree. Um, of course, there's the whole so- socialization question. Well, how are they going to be socialized? Um, actually, yeah. probably better, you know, but... <laughs> Um, so yeah, a lot of lot of misconceptions. People just don't really realize um, how rich and varied the homeschool community is. It's not that hard to do. Um, anybody pretty much can do it. You don't need um, you don't need a degree. You don't need uh, you know tons you of money. Anybody exactly. You don't need tons of money. You can do it for nearly for free um, if you're willing to get out there and, and look for things. So yeah.
2: In fact, one of the beauties of guest hall is when we put together curriculum, we try and put together at a very budget price, and we do give some of it away, actually. Um, but if one is willing to use the library resources and Audible and some of the other inexpensive things, you know, it's not that difficult at all to do a course for easily less than fifty dollars.
0: Wow, that's amazing! Oh, wow, that's really amazing. Now. Uh, Jennifer, you said you have a blog as well, right? And d- do you have
1: some information on that on your on your blog? Um, yep. Actually, I wrote an entire bo- blog post about homeschooling. Um, for nearly for free. Um, I've got different uh, a couple different blog post posts. I have one how to save money when using literature based curriculum, and I give all sorts of ideas for that. And then the other one is um, homeschooling for free or on the cheap. And uh, I give lots of links to free items. Um, it's, it's called free and frugal homeschooling. So if somebody went to my blog on guesthollow.com and looked it up, they could see, um, I give a, a nice list of free homeschool curriculum. All you need is a printer. You just need to be able to print it out. Even a lot of the books are for free. Um, some of the things on our own site, which I, I link to, I give some other ideas um, how to utilize the library, uh, some little tips and tricks that I learned over the year, um, and other you know websites like Khan Academy, and there's another one run in the in the UK called MEP Math, which is just it's a treasure trove, free printables. All you need is a printer, and you've got you know math from from K to through high school for no cost at all. Wow! And lots of other great resources like that
0: that's awesome that's awesome and you mentioned the about a biology thing to me and we'll tell everybody at the end of the episode if they stick to the end they'll hear about the biology thing so with that that's awesome i really i really love the fact that you guys are adding so much value to the homeschool community um, and I think, you know, when we had our conversation, I loved just talking to the both of you because you guys really are a dynamic duo and it's, it's really, it's heartwarming and it's awesome to know that the people behind the curriculum are a loving couple who, who care about each other and care about your children. And I think that's one of, for me, that was a huge takeaway that the people creating it actually not only love the children, but love each other. And that there is like this camaraderie um that you can really feel it's palpable um you also said that um you your inspiration for beginning six years ago or beforehand actually when you said it was um uh you did for a hobby uh for your your children you you created the curriculum for them was there was there something that you couldn't find that you needed to Um, create yourself like as your inspiration for your kids?
1: I think um, it really began years and years ago. Um, My daughter is now uh, 30, which I can't believe it. But, um, you know, even when I started with her, I just found things weren't perfect for her learning needs as, you know, there's no curriculum that's perfect. And so I started adding things in um, and, you know, all three of my kids had different abilities, and so maybe they were weak in one area or strong in another, and they all needed something particular for them. And so I just started adding things to the curricula that we were using at the time. And then from there, I thought, well, you know, I'm, I'm adding in so many things that it's starting to become my own thing. Why don't I just make something that's, that's perfectly tailored for them? And so, um, you know, using a multidisciplinary approach was really important to be tying another subject. So maybe you're learning science and I'm noticing, well, this is a perfect opportunity to learn about some history, you know, tie some other things in there. Why are we doing a separate writing curriculum? We could be writing about what we're learning, you know, and just tying these things in and um, just my kids' different needs. You know some of my kids really liked you know workbook approach and others really couldn't stand it. And so I just found one thing does not fit all and and just pulled all these different things together and made something that worked for all three of them. Another thing that I did, um, a reason why I started making my own things was because I had kids that, um, you know, they varied in age and I really liked doing a family style learning and I liked combining them as much as possible. And so you know when we were learning history um you know maybe i had a high schooler and, and I, one that was a little bit younger and then one that was in elementary and there's no reason why you can't study the same thing just at different levels so that was another reason why i started uh, making our own curriculum and then just you know subjects like grammar where they absolutely could not find anything that was engaging um it's one of the reasons why i eventually created beowulf's grammar just taking all those years of being frustrated and not being able to find a fun, engaging gra- uh, grammar curriculum. Why was there nothing out there like that? You know, why is there nothing that had hands-on level or hands-on things and um, and different books and so on and so forth? So you're not just stuck in one workbook and just trying to make something really, really fun. So
0: I know when I read about your bill, I was like, that's amazing. I was <laughs> <laughs> so excited about that. It's funny as I've been doing these interviews with all the you amazing creative um vendors and just content creators. I have been wanting to like take these classes myself, like learn (laughs) this stuff myself. I'm serious. I'm just like, oh my gosh, I mean, like the wealth of knowledge that's out there, it's just endless.
2: Well, Bex, it's funny you should mention that because we actually have parents that have used the curriculum for years and then, when it's time to start being an empty nester and they've come to the end of their homeschooling career, the moms are seeing that we put new things out, like we just put out a new thing called Whirlwind World History, which is a one-year trip through world history. And several of them have spoken to us and said, "You know what? I'm going to take this class for myself." I love so it. We actually have moms that are doing exactly what you're talking about, saying, "Hey, I like this so much. I'm going to do it too."
0: I keep hearing that. And that to me is amazing. Like just being able to bring families together through education and just, you know, development and, and increase. I mean, this is really what it's all about. Like just making those connections. I love it. Oh my God. That's it's so cool. So I love what you said, you you kind of you mentioned that no curriculum is perfect. And I think that's a big deal that people need to understand that nothing is exactly perfect. But you went ahead and you took a curriculum and you started piecing together little things here and there. And then, boom, I mean, you created your own thing, which is amazing. Um, and you went into the multidisciplinary approach, which I me being a teacher, I'm a hundred percent for that. Even in my own physics class, I literally have a multidisciplinary approach within my own class, where there's drawing, there I have a little bit of history. Like literally I do the same exact thing even within my science classes because it's virtually impossible to just keep things like one thing, keeping it like monotone um Uh learning is diverse and learning is multifaceted so how did you like come up with that like where did that where did that uh like that that inspiration come from
2: well when Jen put the curriculums together um many of them she wanted to make something that would be interesting to everybody and of course you're not going to do that so when you put in something that includes recipes it includes crafts it includes literature it includes more academic type books you can make it so that um, while the kid may not like every little piece of it, he knows that coming right around the corner is something new, something interesting, something different. You know, maybe he's going to be making a recipe. Also, the, one of the nice things that we do is when we um, sell a curriculum, it comes in three different formats, one of which is a Microsoft Word format, which is editable. That means that if you don't like something as a customer, or if you really want to add something else, or if your kid needs something special, you can actually edit our curriculum for yourself and uh, make it so that there's uh, whatever it is that you think should be added to it, put in. Here, Jen, go
1: ahead. I was just going to say um, about doing things the, the multidisciplinary way, what my inspiration for that was, is just reaching all types of learners. So you know, you're trying to reach the reluctant learner, you're trying to reach the kid that's totally on fire and gifted, you know, you're trying to reach the person, uh, maybe they're dyslexic, they have issues reading, so they can listen to a lot of the books um, via Audible or other audiobook sources. Um, There may be kids who really enjoy the videos, and then like I've been told a a lot in in one of our history programs, um, we've got some graphic novels in there, and it's just really drawn in some kids who otherwise just really wouldn't have enjoyed themselves you know so in between the the harder novel or the harder book they've got something that's a little bit more refreshing and easy to get through so I just like reaching lots of different people um and
0: you sound super creative oh thank you (laughs) yeah like super creative tons of patience Mm -hmm. and you're just the right person to do it (laughs)
1: When I think of my own experiences as a kid, um, you know, there were some areas that were really difficult for me. Um, and so keeping that in mind and teaching my own kids and other people's kids over the years, um, just learning how to reach just so many different types is important to me. So,
0: yeah, I love what you just said, because, um, that was one of my inspirations as a teacher as well, remembering myself as a, as a student. And I think sometimes we forget, um, how we were when we were growing up and the struggles that we had when we become adults. And I think it's so important to re- keep that in mind and to always remember um, that actually was one of the reasons um, I actu- I went into teaching mm-hmm. and another reason why I became the teacher I am. Like I am a different type of teacher than most teachers. Um, I'm very like and, and it was only because of who I was, which is why I became that person. Um, is I, I'm the, I like, I'm a teacher that you go to that if I said, no, it's never going to change. <laughs> like, like <laughs> it will never change. Like I will, it, it'll be like, but I'm like, no. <laughs> and I have like no problem with that. But if I said yes, that's not going to change either. Like it'll always be a yes. Because in my life, there was such inconsistencies mm-hmm. that I purposefully and becoming a very i became a very consistent person
1: mm-hmm. for
0: that reason because i remember how much it it damaged me as i was growing up the inconsistencies so i'm like you know if the most i can do is be consistent and excited about what i'm doing then i i got it but i love what you said because you you stop and thought like me as a, as a as a student how did i need and how, and and now look at my kids like that's my, those are my avatars. That is my, those are my focuses. And there are other kids who are like that. And that's so personal.
1: Right. Well, that's like when I was a kid, I really struggled with math. I'm a very creative type of person. And yet I absolutely love science. And as many people know, science and math go hand in hand. And, and so that was one of my inspirations when I created chemistry in the kitchen and the conceptual physics course that I have remembering my experiences with math and yet loving science so much. And, you know, I I thought there are other kids out there. They don't like math either. They're having a hard time with it and they're really missing out on some amazing things. And I want them, I want that to be accessible for them. And so I created these non-traditional courses that, you know, even some of the STEM kids are taking them in addition to their regular courses, just because they're so interesting. They tie to real life. They don't have math. you can love science. You don't have to to know math in order to be able to do chemistry and physics. There's a lot of things that are going to relate to the real world. And remembering my own experiences and and sitting there crying in the classroom as a little kid, you know, I I kept that in mind um, when developing that. So that's awesome. I might have to like get that physics because I,
0: <laughs> as i'm teaching physics i'm like mm, I, I have lots of kids who hate math
1: yeah. so
0: i'm like oh I, I i can't even imagine so I, I i might be a purchaser of it i'm not lying so well, that's
2: really cool the whole point is to make something that engenders a love for learning and because guest hall is so different and in some courses so non-traditional Like, who's ever heard of a math-free physics course or a math-free chemistry course for high school?
1: I've never heard of it. (laughs) Well, well, we've got it, so come on down.
0: (laughs) And you know what? That's probably going to be so refreshing to even parents who are so afraid, right, of that subject. Like, those two, especially because of the math. Like that is probably that that's probably gonna just give them so much ease in knowing like so parents you, I want you to hear that you don't need to know math to be able to teach physics or chemistry this is available to you to be able to be that uh teacher and that person in your home that can also facilitate this um this uh, subject so that's so cool
2: well Bex that's- there's another little piece of this too and you know it goes right to your point. And that is that the courses that Jen creates, there are no prerequisites, none, and there is no defined order. In other words, in high school, perhaps sometimes you're supposed to take biology before you take chemistry or chemistry right. before you take physics or whatever. Yeah. And we design the courses that if you need something, it's included in the course. Um, you don't have to uh, have already taken a different course. You don't have to have taken one of our courses and there is no order to it either.
1: That's Which- huge which I think is beneficial because, um, you know, that allows for a lot of interest led learning. You know, there may be a kid out there who really doesn't like science, but Hey, cooking in the kitchen, that sounds kind of interesting. So, you know, you don't have to worry, Oh, well, they didn't take, you know, such and such course first, they can go ahead and jump into chemistry in the kitchens. No problem. And, and and that's another thing what you were saying too about, um, Boy, I just totally lost my track of thought.
0: (laughs) Sorry about that. Uh, Well, no, what I was going to say was um, chemistry in the kitchen. A lot of people don't realize that cooking is chemistry. Like um, also hairdressing, like dyeing your hair is a, a... chemistry as well. I think a lot of people separate out these subjects and have kept them so traditional that they mm-hmm. don't realize on a daily basis. When I wash my face, I'm actually doing chemistry when right. I'm washing my makeup off, when I'm like, you know, um, taking a bath, I'm washing my hair, tons of chemistry going on right there. And I think we're sometimes we're so far removed. And when we make it real, like you like you're saying, we bring it home and we make it an everyday thing. We also begin to expand our understanding and our knowledge base begins to really just explode. Um, Because understanding on a regular basis, on an everyday thing, common sense is so vital that it's, it's almost like a lost art right now
1: yeah and that's the thing that i've been told over and over again that you know these kids are sitting down at the dinner table they're excited they want to share what they learned um you know they're telling other people oh you know this is what i learned in chemistry and, and people are looking at them like what really you know they they totally are understanding it. It, it this is just real life chemistry is all around you and that's another thing that's nice about um the programs i created that you're not going to have any scary labs you know you're going to be doing things that are practical you don't have to have the the test tube rack and the you know you don't need all that kind of stuff um and so i think that makes it fun and relatable
0: i love it so you guys have you guys have a lot of testimonies um on kids who just maybe didn't like science and all of a sudden they're like oh my gosh science is so much fun Is yeah,
1: there any- um, I'm sorry. I'm <laughs> sorry. Um, yeah, we've had uh, a lot of um, parents share that their kids who absolutely hated science or history or whatever subject grammar, um, that they are just totally enthused. Um, and a lot of the high schoolers have actually changed their career paths. Um, you know, we've had some former science haters who decided, you know what, I'm going to get in the medical field, or I'm going to um, actually be, you know, major in science. And just to see the turnaround, to see these kids get so excited about what they're learning and where it actually changes their entire life, you know, is really such an encouragement to me. Um, There's another young man he took our American history courses and he did not like history before. And he said, you know, I'm, I'm actually, this is gonna be my major in college. I'm gonna get involved in in civics and politics and everything. And uh, same thing with the younger kids, you know, who just didn't like grammar and things like that, that yeah, we have one testimony from a kid who actually cried when, when Beowulf's grammar was over. And so, um, yeah, just just totally changing the way kids are looking at what they're learning about.
0: That's huge because, you know, especially in the medical field and politics and things like that, where we need like excited kids, will, well, they'll be adults by the time. But like people who um, th- th- those minds, like those creativities, like that that uh, that brain um, that maybe might not have been there had it been taught a different way now all of a sudden this person with those ideas that creativity their inspiration is now in that field able to bring value that might not have been there before it's a big deal
1: yeah yeah and i think too um you know you've, you've got some of the more creative kids who maybe they wouldn't have thought of of pursuing a you know a stem type of career and they're doing it and i think they're going to bring something really unique to the, to the different fields that they're choosing and so i think that's just awesome i love that i love that you know as we're wrapping up
0: is there like um let's talk about the call to action like what what are some things that they can find on you know that 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 they can find on your on your website that they can purchase, or they can, um, you know, start with uh, their curriculum. Do you have like a any suggestions on like what would be something that a homeschooling family to start off with? What where they would go well, besides your um your your blog to help them begin and everything? Is there like a something that you you want to suggest
1: for them? Well, I would just say take a look, Um, you know, it's going to depend on the age of the kid and what they're looking for. We have a lot of different things available for different ages. We have a lot of free things. Um, I put a lot of free things up because we remember what it's like to be a homeschool family and to be struggling financially. And this is just our gift and you know, you can start with something like that. We also just recently came out with something called the big, bad, beautiful book list because I am a book lover. And so I created a, um, it's like, it's a time, it's an interactive timeline and it's got all these different history books um, and they're all categorized like they're on a shelf you know for the different time periods and what i did to be a benefit to um the families is i went and i checked to see if there was a free and legal equivalent for every single book that i put on that list and so there are hundreds and hundreds of free books these are classics um some of them are are more modern books whatever they are Um, so that's a, a good resource for somebody who, you know, they could even have a curriculum already picked out, and it's just a nice um addition to what they're they're doing. They can find some extra things or they just want to read. Um, and then we've also got the uh free biology uh curriculum for high schoolers. Free and, biology. Um, not, not only is that free, but um some of the uh scheduled resources are free as well. So You know i just that uh that's another thing is that we all of our online texts that i um edited and and added to and so on uh for some of our courses uh, like biology um a whirlwind history what else do I have? I've got some other free books too. Uh, Geography, geography and cultures Um, those online textbooks with the embedded videos and you know, the interactive stuff, they're completely free. So you don't even have to use our curriculum. You still have access to some really high quality freebies on our site. So I would just encourage anybody to come and, and browse around and see what we've got. Yeah, and, and as I'm looking, your curriculum isn't
0: even that expensive, it's between 25 and $45. That's, I mean, that's really good. I mean, well, once you get through all the freebies, I mean, like $25 to $45, that's, that's totally budgetable <laughs> for anybody. Well,
2: that was very important to us to do. As Jen mentioned, when we were homeschooling, and even still, you know, we are forever on a very tight budget ourselves. We understand what it's like to try and make ends meet and just put food on the table. If you're homeschooling, not only are you paying taxes for uh, the public schools, but you're also trying to create your own homeschool environment and purchase all the materials that you need for that. The curriculum schedule itself, you know, they like you say, they go from either nothing in the case of biology or science of the seasons or some of the other ones. Uh, to I think our most expensive one is I believe it's $45 we also have some bundles that are less expensive like anatomy we have three different levels of anatomy and we bundle those all together if you want a bundle so you can uh, do three different levels of students at the same time if you've got different ages within your household but it's so important to make this accessible and you can't have something accessible if it costs 200 bucks for a schedule
1: Right, wow, well, that and is- not only that, but we we tend to you know we've you're not in for some of the high school courses you're not just getting a schedule um you're getting a workbook, you're getting an online textbook, you're getting the whole shebang, so wow, you guys, I
0: have had so much fun with you guys today, and just hearing your passion. I hope you, I hope parents, you can hear the passion and the love behind these guys. Like they're the real deal. Um, Is there something you want to leave parents with? Like maybe one thing that you want to make sure that they get from this conversation today that that will stick with them throughout their homeschooling journey?
1: I think just that you can do it. Um, There are a lot of things out there. It doesn't have to be Guest Hollow. Um, There are hundreds and hundreds of resources out there. There's a wonderful community um, and you can do it. You don't need a a fancy education. You don't even need it to have graduated from high school yourself. You can do it. Um, And that's what I I really want to leave people with because I think a lot of people have a lot of self-doubt, especially for the high school years. And it's it's not something that's impossible it's not i mean yeah you're gonna have hard days but but you can get through it so you heard it here go to guesthollow.com
0: well www.guesthollow.com and they also have a facebook group check them out look at their resources these people are genuine and you can reach them that's fantastic <laughs>
2: uh
0: thank you guys so much for being on the show today
1: Thank you for having us. We really appreciate it. Thank
2: you, Bex. You're a joy to work with.
0: You've been listening to the Homeschool Advantage podcast, where you get the scoop on all the latest vendors that fit your lifestyle. Thanks for listening. Also, follow me wherever you listen to your podcast to stay up to date on the next episode. You can also visit my website where the episodes will be, and for my free lesson plan course, which can help you if you have different vendors and you're wondering how do I make them all flow together? Let me help you with that. And if you're a vendor and you think you would like to be on the podcast, send me an email realedtalk at gmail.com. Leave me your name, contact, website, and I'll get back to you. Thanks for stopping in with me and I'll see you on the next time.